for those just starting out, to those who built their reputation. In the detail industry, navigating the course is a daily grind. This is Play by Play, with industry professionals tackling topics and offering tips to help improve your game plan. Now, here's your Play by Play. All right, what's up, everybody? We're Yo, back with another that? episode of Play by Play. Back once again. <laughs> Keep going. With the lyrical gangs. I don't know. Oh. That was the song. Man, I love that. I love it when you freestyle. Well, I just, you know, I, I just got music in my heart. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> hey, you are. Here, it's just, you got a lot of soul there. Uh, so, anyways. No, I'm a ginger. I think we're soulless. Oh, together. is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. Okay. Well, that too. Uh, so, today we got an awesome show lined up for you. We got Justin Day from Detailers of Las Vegas. Uh, we're continuing our conversation about services that you can offer along with your detailing business. As things slow down, you start to. Uh, look at the uh, income stream. You're like, hey, man, could use some extra money, could use some extra, uh, you know, income. Mm -hmm. uh, this is definitely one of those services that you can learn or you can um, train up to be to offer. And, uh, you know, it's a it's a good thing. PPF um, is what he's going to be talking about. Yeah, highly, uh, highly um, sought after, at least as far as Google Analytics. Um, yeah, Chris Giovanni ran out a report and mm -hmm. said that these guys are getting, you know, that PPFs getting searched mm -hmm. a lot more often than ceramic coatings right now. So, you know, keyed, keyed us up on this conversation, felt like that was relevant. Sure. Um, you know, now there's a lot of training that goes involved. That's what we're going to be talking to Justin about, you know, the mm -hmm. complexity of it. It's not something you just, to, you know, tomorrow you throw on your website and say, I can do it, you know, and I speak from experience on that. They make um, it look so easy on like the videos. It just looks like it's cake, you know, they do. Just, yeah, just squeegee it, yeah, yeah. cut, a, cut a little bit and you're done. But it's not that guys. No, it's, it's not that it's a little bit harder. I mean, there's, there's a learning curve, right? It's just yes. like anything else, but you didn't just, you know, sh uh, stick a detail sign shopping a uh, detail shop sign in the yard and start you know being a professional detailer you had I to learn that's exactly what you did that's you... exactly what i did actually. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> okay, I, so. I said our sign should say read easy in storage and detail and they're like but you don't know how to detail <laughs> oh yeah <laughs> so well, we'll put it on there anyway we'll figure it out uh, yeah so um but you know listen uh speaking of all the good we had uh, a great uh, lunch yesterday didn't we Ryan? i was completely surprised when somebody told me we had lunch and it was out in the shop i walk out there and when I talk about a spread, literally one side of the shop to the other, yeah. um, just food stacked on food. So delicious. 30 feet of food. 30 That's feet of 30 food. 30 feet of table there that was packed. And that was provided by our buddies, uh, Billy and Vandy Smith at Akron Detail, Akron Pro. And listen, those are just, I mean, they're family. They're I was about friends. to say, yeah, we can't even say that. Yeah, they're yeah. friends. They're family. I and, mean, you know, it just, it's a, it's a, you know, it's a testament to the relationship that we have with the people who they are. Like they do things like this all the time. Right. You know, I mean, I don't know where too. Did you know? I mean, no, I, I, I mean, it's, it's, it's impressive to, you know, the, 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 love that they have for everybody and they show it this mm -hmm. way and the support listen a lot of people don't know so we have a uh, a retail store here and they are purchasing stuff out of our retail store all the time and they do it to support us right and it's it's just amazing and of course they're big time you know uh, users of the software promoters of the software um but just, you know, like you come down to the boat show every year. Right. These are great friends, great family. I mean, I, 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 you know, I can't say enough about them, but, you know, it's just amazing. We, you know, we had that, they, they catered our lunch in for the whole staff and uh, it's just, you know, I tell you, it's, it's impressive. Yeah. I, I mean, it, it is, it blows you away and, and we thank you so much for that. Absolutely. And you guys don't even know how much, uh, no, you know, that means to us. It does. It means a lot. 
Um, so we also got something else going on today. Yeah, man, we're going to be playing the guessing game again, you know, with our hacker hack. Who knows what it's going to be? So we're just going to guess away. Huh? We're going to throw it out there and guess what? I love the way Chris is doing these videos. He's, he's like guiding us to the, and you can almost like, you can tell when he knows we're going to go off track a little bit. Yeah. He's like, oh, no, no, no. Right. And then, then he, sh you know, you got to stick around to the end. Stick around to the end. Last week's was great. I mean, he it's literally hilarious. was responding to what we were saying yeah. on a pre recorded video. He so knows fun. how we are. Yeah. That's, yeah. It was too cool, man. Yeah. And uh, that's cool. But you know what? Before we get to that, before we get Justin down, we want to talk a little bit about something. Um, it's, you know, something that's relevant right now, something that we've been getting huh. um, talked good about in Detail Bookie, you know, mm -hmm. is, and it's our customer service. Oh, okay. Yes, sir. Yeah. And, you know, listen, and so we've gotten a ton of, um, of like um, compliments on our customer service lately. And it made me think, okay, you know, let's talk about this. Let's talk about what makes not necessarily just Detail Bookie, but easing in and, and our detailing business great is the customer service mm -hmm. behind it. And it's in, and, and this is something that will help you um, down the road through your business adventures, no matter what, if you're customer service focused, then everything else kind of happens around that. No, absolutely. And, and they will know with good customer service, even if there is a mess up, mm -hmm. you know, they are way more, you know, inclined to forgive if everything leading up to there has been a good experience. That's and right. so, it's invaluable and they're also there for you whenever you need to fill that schedule. That's right. You know, and it's relationships mm -hmm. and you know, it's, it's cliche to say, well, you just got to have good customer service, but there's a lot that goes into that and it's got to be genuine. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got to come from the heart and you have to take, and, and I think the best way to have the best customer service is to take money out of the equation. Yes. To forget about the dollar and really listen to the customer's problem and solve that. Mm -hmm. Let the money come around on the back end. Let the money work itself out. You go focus on that person's problem and you solve it. The money will always come. That's true that's customer advice. service. Right. All right. That's that's customer service 101. That's how you make it genuine. If you take the dollar out of it, don't worry about making the money. The money will come. You solve the problem. You build the relationship. You solve the problem. You listen and you act on it and you don't forget the details. That's one thing that Ryan always does good on. Christine does as good, uh, good as well. But remembering the details, remembering the conversation that you had with that customer last time, remember their issue, remember their dog's name, remember the little things that make you stand out. So that way they feel like it's one-on-one -on -one. and it is one-on-one, well, -on -one, yeah, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. They know it's one-on-one -on -one because at any point in time, literally they can reach out and they're going to yeah. get a uh, you know, response and they know that it's not automated. Yeah. You know, and it, if it's at eight o'clock at night, I might've had a couple twisted teas, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> we still get problems solved. That's right. And listen, you don't always have to have the answer. This is what people don't understand is, well, I, I didn't respond because I didn't know what to say right then. People understand you're human. They just want to hear from you. They want to know that you heard them and that you're working on it. OK, like you don't have to solve the problem that second. Mm -hmm. You may not have the answer, you know, but they want to be heard and they want to be recognized and acknowledged. And a little response goes a long way, guys. You know, uh, yeah, we were just talking about this earlier today. You know, um, getting estimates on the software, you get an alert when you get an estimate. You know, you know that somebody's interested or, you know, at least enough that they put their information in, they're shopping. Mm -hmm. So if they don't book right away, we, the software has a built in follow up campaign, mm -hmm. right? So if you are busy and you're not able to reach back out to that customer that day within 24 hours, well, actually, 
in 24 hours yeah. from them getting that estimate, they'll get the there first, yeah, a reminder, a little reach out. Hey, you know, this is a, a so-so detail shop holding on to your estimate. Click the link below to view and schedule. Right. Make it so simple for them, right? Yep. But guys, that isn't the, you know, that's not your best salesman. You're going to be your best salesman. Absolutely. And so if somebody gets an estimate and they don't book and you have the bandwidth, if you're not busy, yeah, you, I mean, there's, there's no reason you should not reach out personally. That and, is your and opportunity that to sell. Right. That's and that's your hottest lead. Mm -hmm. And so acting on that is a that's it's what you do. Right. And you don't wait. You don't wait around on it. You you act on it. You know, you don't want to like you've mentioned a million times, you don't want to, you know, five minutes after the message or a minute after the message comes through, you know, call that person. But you give them some time, give mm -hmm. them five minutes, give them 30 minutes, allow them to, to to process and then give them a call and ask them if they had any questions. Right. You yeah. Know, it just opens the door. And I love telling them, you know, with the software, it's a new, you know, when yeah. you get on new software, yeah. anytime you try something new, you get to use that excuse, like a new job, you know, I'm yeah, sorry, like I'm new year. year. Yeah. Exactly. For the yeah. first year, milk that. And so, yeah. you know, anything, oh, I don't mean to bother you if you feel like you're bothering. I'm just telling you're making trying sure that the, yeah, yeah, the, trying out this new notification thing, trying out this new login, whatever. And you can always hide it behind that. That opens the door for conversation. Then you get some feedback. Yeah. Yes. Hey, I loved it. Worked great. Just thinking about it. Mm -hmm. Or you say, you know, whatever, um, you know, but, but those things matter. Um, and, you know, and, but customer services is, is, it needs to be on the forefront of your business. You need to be thinking about that. When you have great customer service, you're literally building the foundation for referral business. Well, word of mouth and, is by far going to be your best uh, marketing. I mean, there's it, no matter how, I mean, I'm finding it's the that, cheapest, yep. you know, it's the easiest. Like if you're, if you have referrals going out, like it doesn't cost you. So when you're, when you're paying for marketing, when you're advertising and all of us have to do it at some level, it's costing you to go buy customers, right? That's, that's customer acquisition. There's a cost associated with it. I, when you lay the groundwork through good customer service and a good relationship with a customer and he goes and talks to someone that just cut that customer acquisition in half because now you, you paid to purchase that first customer, mm -hmm. but you got two out of it. And now watch how that, that divides out and really exponentially gets smaller. The more the people they talk to. So right. referrals drive the cost of acquisition down exponentially. It goes the, it goes the right way when you look at reducing cost mm -hmm. all by having great conversations and, and great customer service. Right. And listen, there's going to be shit sandwiches to eat all the time, you know, and I'm going to tell you what a shit sandwich is. A shit sandwich happened to me yesterday. Okay. Tell us the story. Had a customer come in and uh, to pick up his boat. We did a detail of ceramic coating top coat on his boat and loved the detail walking around the outside. Now, start the story a little bit before customer comes in and he's does not have time much time he's taking his lunch break to pick up this boat to take it to storage we don't know that mm -hmm. he shows up he's having trouble hooking up the hitch on his boat something on his end so that slows it down a little bit he walks around the outside with our shop manager looks at the boat loves it goes into the inside of the boat to check it opens the head up and our guys had taken instead of putting all the stuff back in his compartments they put it down in the head of the boat. The head's where I was about to say, let's, uh, yeah, yeah. So down in the bottom of the boat. Mm -hmm. Okay. And, and we made a mistake. It should have went back to the compartments. It's an internal thing. Um, the guy lost his mind. He lost his mind over this. Now it's a small thing, but what happened was he was running late. He was already running behind. He really didn't have time to fool us. So, all right, he loses his mind on my shop manager. Shop manager kind of gets offended by it because sure. he's, he's dropping the F-bomb. He's pissed about it, right? Mm -hmm. Shit sandwich says, yes, sir. 
Thanks. Yes, sir. We'll take care of it. We apologize. Yep. Trey was trying to defend the shop, trying to say, hey, we'll handle it, but, but calm the guy down. And, and and really, reality is we shouldn't be calming it. Just let the guy lose mm -hmm. it, and, and we'll work it out. That's All right, so so the beat goes on, customer leaves. I call him. I'm like, hey, I'll give him about an hour to calm down, by the yeah. way. I didn't just, you okay. know, I didn't five-minute that guy. Yeah. Give him an hour, 60 minutes. <laughs> okay. And I call him. I'm like, hey, man, you know, let's talk about what happened. And, and by this point, he's already, he's cooled down. He's like, man, look, he said, it's not that big of a deal. I kind of made a mountain out of a molehill. You know, he, you know, here's what happened. It's not, you know, I'm, I'm okay. And I'm like, well, look, man, I said, you know, we messed up. We messed up. Let us fix it. Mm -hmm. it it's our problem. Let us fix it. You know, and, and we should handle it. But but the conversation by calling that guy and just saying, hey, we messed up, mm -hmm. solved all the problems. Yeah, you know, it's on it. Yeah, he'll be back. Mm -hmm. He'll be back with a smile. He already said he would. Yeah. And 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 so, you know, that that's the shit sandwich, even though, you know, yes, it was a little mistake on our part. The guy lost his mind. We had to sit there and take it. You got it's the yes, sir. Yes, ma'am. No, ma'am. No, sir. We'll take care of it, whatever mm -hmm. we're supposed to do. You know, we'll do whatever we need to do. And that's what you have to do. That's how you lay the foundation of solid customer service. And it has to be everybody in your company has to be bought right. into that, too. And and uh, <laughs> customers always right doesn't mean they're always necessarily right. What it means is, you know, you're in a business, you're here to make money and they're displeasure if it doesn't get resolved will absolutely spill over into it the community you, and yeah. everybody's gonna you know and they'll get in those groups and yeah They're i mean much louder about mm -hmm. things like that so sometimes a little even if it's you know like engine bay you weren't supposed to detail it they thought you were they're tripping out about it go ahead and do it listen that customer is not getting a, and maybe they are getting over you on that in that instant but i promise you it's cheaper to do that engine bay mm -hmm. right then then it would be to take the tongue lashing online and, right. and, or, and, and just like have to suffer through that, you know, that, that instance where you're defending yourself. Or even worse, if it's not online and see, you know, he goes to the country club and tells all Absolutely. the rest of those guys that, you know, that, that he had a bad experience there. And now, you, you know, well, so. I tell you, it's a, uh, it's important guys. There's something to keep in mind while you're in your slow time. I mean, it's, it's something to focus on all the time, mm -hmm. but we talk about slow season. We talk about slow time. These are the time to really consider how do you handle these situations? How do you address them? What's your process? How do you, you know, how do you deal with customers, upset customers? Customer service is number one. Somebody that knows a lot about customer service, I'm sure, I want to bring him on the show. Uh, Justin Day, let's let's go ahead and bring him on. Hey, hey, hey. what's up, buddy? <laughs> I got you. You got your shop manager there with you, I see. Yeah, the boss. Yeah, uh, right, <laughs> nice. right. That's awesome, man. How's everything going for you? How's the weather? It's cold today, man. It's it's like I think it's a high of fifty something. It's cold. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. It's still in the eighties down here in the hill. Like we're not, we're cooking. Yeah, it's forty-seven uh, right now. Sweet. So just you know, for the people that may not know who you are, the few and far between, uh, could you mind give us a little brief intro? Uh, you know, kind of maybe how you got in detailing business and and a little bit about yourself. Yeah, yeah. A lot of people know. Uh, but the, for the people that don't, my yeah. name is Justin Day. I own detailers of Las Vegas and Las Vegas, Nevada. I'm originally from the East Coast. Um, grew up in Baltimore, got in a lot of trouble, was locked up from 16 to 19. And um, towards the end of my like stay there, they got me a job in a body shop where I learned to detail and started learning how to like cut in edges and, you know, prep panels. And I learned like the structure of paint and uh, burn through many cars. So thankfully, <laughs> I was in a body shop. We just roll it out it was a running joke i would like put a piece of tape on and just put little paint here please with an arrow 
push it back. And I mean, you know, they were getting free labor. So it was like, if I burned through a car, Santa and like, they would yeah. just pull back. I mean, they'd get pissed if I was right up against the panel, you know, that they didn't blend or something, obviously. And they got to go into that. There was shit like that. But uh, for the most part, you know, I kept my mouth shut, had to just, you know, take all that they gave me. And, and I wasn't that kid, you know, I was, I was the kid that was, you know, the back. rowdy one. Yeah. Um, yep. Always throughout me and my friends, but, but yeah, I mean, that kind of settled me down a little bit. And then when I came home, I just always did it on the side. And then when I finally moved here to Vegas, like 15 years ago, um, I started like a mobile deal and, you know, did mobile for a while and been mm -hmm. in a shop for about four and a half years now. So, you know, speaking of that mobile to shop transition, we made that a few years ago. And, and I tell you that's, uh, which we had a shop, we were both mobile and shop and it's so nice to come off the road and be in your shop controlled environment. You know, like you don't know the pains of detailing until you're out on the road in the elements, rain, heat, whatever, cold, and or missing the product, you know, needing something. Yeah, something I was going right to say, now, you dude, forgot a product. You brutal. forgot something that yeah. you needed. Now you, it's like brutal. I was telling you guys, I went to Havasu yesterday. I drove down there, packed up my van with all my tools, all my stuff. And I get there and we're like jammed into this hangar with like a truck and a plane and another plane. And, and he's like, don't move any of the planes. And I'm like, I walk in and I'm just like, you're kidding, right? Like I'm gonna have. To, he wasn't there, you know. He's out uh -huh. of town. I'm like, kind of squeezing in and out of wings and stuff, and know. you know, the the bay door had the hangar door had to be halfway open. There was dust like this thick on all the shelves, right? And I just called oh, him. I was like, hey, man, here's the deal. I'll lay this film down, but I am not in my element. Like I am mm -hmm. way out of my element. This place is filthy, dirty. Like I have, it's you know, there's a five mile an hour wind that's blowing yeah. dust and stuff. I'm like. It, it's going to be protected, but it ain't going to be perfected. I'm telling you that sure. right now. Right? <laughs> I like that. Um, so, you know, he was all right with it. But I just, I hate doing that when I go back and look over my job and see dirt in it and stuff. Like, it, it really, yeah. knowing that, like, that's not the type of work that I typically do, um, it's it's kind of tough. So, yeah, the struggle, even especially for PPF, I mean, it's it's just, you know, we, we try to use some of their water and it was just a mess. So like, you, we got to bring all of our everything start to finish. You know what I mean? it's just, and it's the same with detailing. I mean, but it's just tedious. You know, you have to remember to bring a knife, yeah. another knife, cause you're going to lose that first knife. <laughs> you don't a hood or a windshield wiper and, and you know, you got to bring backups of everything. And, and it's just, it's, it's a lot, man. I, I, I don't prefer doing it that way for sure. Yeah, You're, that's the same way we are. I mean, we came off the road. We still manage a couple of jets um, and, and stuff. So we're, you know, we're kind of, you know, we do it very, very um, selective. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Things like that go. Like, like I said, you know, it's got to take when they come. It, it, it is. It is a hard thing to let go and a little bit of pride attached to it, too. Um, but, you know, managing quality, that was one of the major reasons why we came off the road. And when you talk about quality, you really talk about variables and eliminating those. And with the when you're out on the road, the variables are are literally, you know, they're hard. You can't control them. Like they're they're mm -hmm. everywhere. And there's so many of them. So that that's that's why it's difficult. And I have a ton of respect for the guys that have built big businesses, mobile detailing. I, I started my uh, my own there. I did the, I did that and I've been there. But hats off to the guys that are still continuing to do it every day and uh, and grinding through it. Yeah, I mean, I remember days where I was washing a car and, you know, the landscaper would come by and blow all the weeds out. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm just like, you're kidding, right? <laughs> like, 
So we would be in the shipyards laying coating and here come the cranes and dragging this huge boat down, you know, this huge ship down the shipyard and it's just kicking up dust or they're spraying, you know, they're spraying mm -hmm. one and you got overspray just drifting in the, I mean, it's like, come on, man. That's brutal. Yeah, it is. It I'll is. keep my shop. <laughs> right. Yeah. Well now, so, you know, ceramics have been a big thing in the industry for, you know, a little while now. And, um, PVF is a little newer than that. How did you get into it? What kind of, you know, uh, what was the initial, like, spark that got you wanting so, to do that yeah so when we moved into our old shop we were pretty really really proficient on ceramic coatings we had been doing them mobily for you know a year but we were well we were using a coating that wasn't that difficult to or what was kind of difficult to install you know what i mean mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. layer upon layer upon right. layer um so you know it, it was a struggle out there so when we got into the shop it was a lot a lot easier but at the same we also wanted to be able to offer a range of services just like mm -hmm. you know I, I wanted to come in you know with window tinning and ppf and you know and so what ended up happening happening with the ppf is i was taking it down the as like i couldn't find anybody to come to my shop and do it mm -hmm. makes sense because right? we're sitting there like now that i do ppf i'd walk you in and be like yeah, no sorry not <laughs> happening like you're gonna bitch about you know dust and i'm not gonna be able to do anything about it because the guy's sure. in front of me so we would have to take them down. So we would, you know, decon the car, get it all polished, prepped, and then have to drive it like four miles down the road to get paint perfect uh, mm -hmm. perfection on it. Then we'd have to go pick it up, bring it back. So just the liability of all of it was like, man, I don't like all this. Like my clients don't really like it. I don't like it. Like, um, and I was just like, you know, we got to figure out how to do this. And this was like 20, we moved into our shop in 18. And I think in 2019, I had uh, Joshua Tant. Well, we'll move on to that another time, but I, or later, but um, I had a guy come down to my shop and train me in my shop, you know, and yeah. the way I recommend people training for PPF is find somebody that'll come to your come shop. To you. Yep. Yeah. Cause you want it, you want it in your environment, you know, and, and there's multiple variables to film too, you know, as far as, far as like adhesive and how sticky it is and mm -hmm. how slick it is, you know, some films, you don't have to put any slip on top and you can just grind away. Some of them, sure. if you do that, you'll tear it, you know? And wow. Yeah. So it's, it's, I never knew the different variables in film, but I mean, when you look at them mm -hmm. next to each other and pull them apart and like stick them on a car and peel it off, like you'll mm -hmm. feel major differences between like, you know, different companies. Sure. Um, so with that said, you know, the best, the be best thing I thought was to have him come to my shop, train me in my shop. Um, it was in February and my old shop didn't have heat. So that's like, Ooh. that's another thing with PPF is like, it's mm -hmm. difficult to install in the cold because it's mm -hmm. really like rigid and brittle and, and you know, it's sure. and you're trying to, con you know, you're trying to bend it around edges and trying to contort, you know, yeah. So these yeah, things so kind of, some people use a steamer. Some people use hot water. Um, I use hot water because it just, you spray hot water on it from like an insta hot tap and literally yeah. pulls right into place. But makes you know, sense. Trying, and, and like vinyl wrap too. You try to do vinyl wrap in the cold and it shatters. You know, you'll be pulling it, pulling it, pulling it, and it'll just snap. And like uh, that happened man, to me at steamer brutal. time. I was, at, yeah. I was wrapping that four GT for the System X booth. Uh huh. Cause what a nightmare. Um, <laughs> I didn't get so brutal. Yeah, I didn't get the rear bumper finished, so I had to finish it at SEMA the morning of, like, I think oh it was like Tuesday morning. 
Yeah. I brought one piece to stretch around the bump and I had already done all the inlays. It was really just the one piece that goes across the top of everything. Yeah. And I'm like, Murphy's law left side in the place. People were like stopping and watching me and they're like, Oh, is this a rap, like a rap company? I'm like, no, leave me alone, please. <laughs> I, have to go. I can't be here right now. I have a party yeah. to plan for, so, yeah. uh, you know, I'm stretching in the place and I get over behind the passenger side taillight and I pull it off and I'm like, Want it to stretch it and it just goes pink and, and snaps. Oh my god. And I'm just like, well, I don't have another like 102 foot piece <laughs> on me. So we'll just oh. run with it. You know, yeah. it's a SEMA car. Like it, right. if anyone that's been to SEMA knows, like there's not a lot of cars that look perfect. Like there's right. Yeah. You know what I mean? It, it just is what it is. Usually so they're I, rushed to get in there built up. Yeah, I did that wrap in six days, man. Like, and it's wow, totally underestimated it. Like, it, this car has one quarter panel. That Ford has three quarter panels. Like the outside, yeah. one on the inside, right. and one on the inside outside. So mm -hmm. our newest, uh, that's our newest sign up right there, Joseph. I told oh, yeah? him to check out the podcast. He said he's getting looking into getting the vinyl as well. So yeah, that's pretty cool. So. Yeah, so Go ahead. I think it's safe to say there's a huge learning curve in this, right? So detailer comes in and he's like, man, I want to add this service because that's what we're talking about, right? You're, you're, you're saying, I mean, hearing this story saying this is a, it's, you got to learn how to do this. So, all right. I paid him, I want to say I paid him like 25, I think it was $500 a day uh -huh. plus his, plus his uh, like um, flight and room and board. And thankfully sure. his brother-in-law and sister live here. So he was able to stay there. So it saved me some money. But you think money. About it, yeah. I paid $2,500 for the training, mm -hmm. 500 bucks for the flight. So there's three grand just to get the trainer there. Right. Yeah. Then you have to buy film. Like, and, I, and I'm like me, I, you know, me, I'm thinking about how can I make this monetary? How can I monetize? So I'm like, all right, let me throw out some specials on paint protection film and i just i clarified job yeah. yeah i clarified with josh i was like you know he's like we need three cars so we had a mustang corvette c7 and a uh mazda miata so like three totally different front ends right yep um and i just sold the jobs for half off like i sold the jobs mm -hmm. for a thousand bucks for a full front clip you know i'm like here's the deal we're gonna train on them but at the end of the day me and Josh will make sure that they're it's gonna be perfect. Yeah, yeah. it's gonna be well, right. maybe not yeah. perfect, but it's gonna be right. You know, yeah. It'll be right on par with anyone else's shop here in town. Absolutely. So well, that was until we started training. And I'm just like, man, this stuff's really, <laughs> really hard. So yeah. so we got three grand for the training, and then I bought, you know, the regular film. I didn't buy, you know, training film B-roll or anything like that. Cause I just oh, wow. Cause you can buy B-roll film. It's like a mistake, you know what I mean? It's like film mm -hmm. that you can use the but something's wrong with it, you know? And it's like, it, you'll never know until you feel it, lay it. And you're like, oh, what's that in the film? Oh, right. You wouldn't want to sell a job using that. This is literally just trying it to you use this to test, to exactly. learn. Train. Yeah, yeah, exactly. yeah, train. So, I mean, looking back on it now, I probably should have just went with the B-roll. Like, yeah, bought a couple 60-inch rolls of B-roll. But I went with the regular stuff. So we got a thousand, I think it was like a thousand eighty per sixty inch roll. I got two sixty inch rolls and a thirty inch roll. So it was like a thousand eight, twenty, twenty. So it was literally about thirty five hundred dollars in film because the thirty inch wow. roll was a hundred feet long rather than fifty. Wow. Feet. It was Holy just crap! This yeah. stuff expensive as it comes. You know what I mean? As yeah. it is, yeah. you thought a bottle of ceramic coating was expensive? Like no. a roll of film is. is and they're going up, you know, they're just, they're going up. Like, so 
so at any rate, um, you know, I had Josh come down. We trained on three different cars, monetized them, you know, minor as minorly as trying to recoup. Yeah. Film. film. Um, but when he left, I was like, um, wait, where do we start again? Ah, uh, dude, always you know what I mean? It's like yep. by the fifth day, we're like, yeah, yeah, we're good. We got this. Like, yeah. all right, Josh, watch this. I'm going to lay this fender by myself. Dude, 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 dude. And then, you know, that he leaves and we get to us, you know, we take on a car and it's like, you're oh. like, what is PPF again? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So that's, yeah, that's, that, that was difficult, you know, and, and I'll talk about this really quickly because I don't want to yeah. get on, on anything negative, but I had bought a plotter for $7,500, a very mm -hmm. high name plotter. I'm not going to discuss the name, but it's a very high dollar, high name plotter. Mm -hmm. This thing would not cut properly. Like, oh my gosh. I, so the C7s have that little flare on the side, you know, that on the fender, the black mm -hmm. flare. Yes. So the last thing, like this thing just wasted so much film. It would feed out film, feed it back, cut it, cut it, you know, then draw through the line and like, out, oh my gosh. and it would like bring cuts to like this. So it wouldn't connect them all the way. It would be like this. And I'm like, well, where do I, where do I trim? Like, do I trim right. this half or this half? I would always have to guess to try to. So I ended up losing my mind one day, like after it wasted like a couple hundred dollars in film, called the company. It was like, come pick this up. Or I'm going to bring it to your doorstep and set it on fire. Like I'm <laughs> right now. They had come out three different times and tried to, you know, calibrate it. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the first two times they're using my film. So like as it's feeding oh. my film and cutting and messing up, like I'm like, yo, finally, we need to use your fit. You guys need to bring film over so use your stuff. Absolutely. So after wasting like a whole roll of film on this stupid plotter, I ended up sending it back. Mm -hmm. Well, now I got this dope little saga plot. I mean, it's not little, it's like 72 inches long. Here, I'll show you right here. Oh yeah. Oh, nice. Yeah, that's and your baby. This guy was 2,500 bucks. No kidding. And literally cuts perfect every time unless I mess up. Yeah, okay. sure. You know what I mean? Like that's if I awesome. film in wrong or I weed things or I, you know, line nest everything wrong but it's the only time this thing me messes up and i've cut like 50 pieces at a time like the whole front end of a corvette and you know splashes everything and this thing just work and, and that's the thing laying it out right so you got to lay out how your cuts on this on this uh on the ppf so you're getting the most use out of it is that that's part of the process right yeah yeah so that's the idea with the program that i use like as you nest everything together it'll tell you exactly how much square footage you've used mm -hmm. but it'll also tell you the percentage of efficiency that uh, uh, you've made so nice you know if you take a piece of 60 inch film and you just put one fender on there by you know it's gonna say like 30, it's gonna say 30 percent efficiency but if you pack yeah. on the mirror you know, me, my the, thing is the little pieces. Yeah. You know what I do a lot? And you, you guys touched on this earlier. We do a front end. And uh -huh. it's nothing to throw these A pillars on the yep. plot. Nothing, you know, right. and it takes all of 30 seconds to install each one. And mm -hmm. you can either sell them for 150 bucks or if you're trying to give your client. If you're building a, little, a customer. Yep. Yeah, exactly. Go ahead and throw it in there. Yeah. And I've got a customer for life. I did your windshield surround just to, yeah. you know, just to add that, man, Absolutely. Really, thank you so much. That's so yep. cool. Or like a lot of people like the deck, the deck lid splat, you know, the rear bumper. Mm -hmm. Like if somebody has kids or something like that, like that's mm -hmm. one thing that I'll do. It's a, it's a piece of scrap film that I pull out, you know, and I just right. throw it on the plotter. It cuts out that little luggage 
And yeah, and little things like that go so far. Mm-hmm. You know, like the little things that, that, that you're first of all, you're using up some some you know product that you probably wouldn't have used otherwise or didn't have been scrapped. And now you're gaining that cu- the trust from that customer. You're building that relationship that will go on for years. You you do little things like that all along the way, and mm-hmm. uh, I tell you, it has a huge impact. We had um, uh, one of our viewers asked a question. Like David Flexia wanted to know what brand, uh, what clear brands do you use? Um, so I've, I use Fle- I have some Flex Shield. Um, okay. I honestly, my, my that's a coincidence. That's his last name, but yeah. <laughs> well, I got I got a roll of that last week. I was in a kind of a bind, and he got it to me overnight. So I was really thankful about that. That's so awesome. Cool. Um, <clears throat> but I really, really, you know, my I, I gotta say, my favorite film that I've used is Legend. Like, oh yeah, just, uh, it's it's super strong. It's it lays down very very easily. The tack is like s- simple, yeah. you know. And but you know what, I I was. To be fair, um, I was do, I was working on that front end of the Ford F one fifty yesterday in Havasu mm-hmm. using Flex Shield, and I was getting super frustrated because it would not stick. I'm like, this shit will not stick. It won't stick. What is going on? I'm gonna pull my hair out. Like, and I don't know if you know those hoods, but those hoods are gnarly. They have like, no, they are, mm-hmm. yeah. And then the front comes down to like that little lip the whole way. So to pull all those fingers out, you have to be able to get the stuff to tack and stick, right? Otherwise, it just keeps pulling back and fingering right i'm just like losing my mind and i'm like yeah, all right okay this isn't the normal film you use so like let's start adjusting things right like let's let's start from the basis let's redo our slip right so i dumped all my slip out started fresh put some you know put a minimal amount of soap in there and tried that that started to do better um so you know as it turns out some some films like more soap, some films like less soap, some films like more alcohol in your tack, less alcohol in your tack. You know, it's just so it's just really, figuring those things out that would yeah, make it. So, so that was like a learning curve in an airplane hangar yesterday. It was like, <laughs> on the fly. <laughs> on, like literally like on the fly. And it was just like we made it work. You know, everything came out nice. But the, it, the hood took me about, I don't know, probably about two hours. And I'm like. You know, we drove out there yesterday morning. I'm supposed to knock out a front end on a truck, some wingtips, the nose of a of a plane. Right. And I'm thinking to myself, like, wait yeah, a minute, no. all these parts are like custom parts on the plane. Like, I didn't plot any. You know, you can't plot out for a plane. Yeah, right. Just lay it on there. Right. So yeah, yeah, it was it was kind of frustrating, but I, I got it all worked out. And uh, yeah, I mean, a film looked so, great when I was done. So we're talking about detailers maybe adding the service on. What would be is to help them think about the customer? What what would the customer want PPF instead of or in lieu of ceramic or a combination of the two? Like help a detailer understand how to se- not necessarily how to sell it, but what's the what's the, value? what's the customer looking for if they're going for PPF over ceramic? Yeah, so a lot of detailers will try to sell customers on ceramic coatings on the basis that they are scratch resistant or yeah, yeah. impact resistant. And we've learned over the years that that's just not the case. Right. Um, you know, we've. <laughs> Anyways, I was going to go well, on the lighter deal, but yeah, it, it, you know, we, it, we've, <laughs> we've seen yeah. that, that these coatings are not bulletproof. They're. Right. You know, mm-hmm. The coating we use is self-healing, CS2. I mean, I don't know if you guys have any experience with it, but you can mm-hmm. watch it heal just like PPF. It's it's wow. But it's also a sixteen hundred dollar coating for a coupe, you know. Sure, and sure. It's like, that's just the coating. Like that doesn't include any of the prep. So wow. But yeah, they so at any rate, you know, for me, I was one of those people. Yeah, it's scratch resistance adds nine H hardness to your paint and this and that. <laughs> mm-hmm. and, 
and realizing that like I had a client that I ceramic coated his Porsche. And after that, he came back to me and he's like, dude, what are all these chips on my bumper? I'm like, <laughs> rock chips. He's like, bro, I've, I've driven my car back and forth to Oregon 30 times before this. And then you put the ceramic coating on and now it's and chipping. Now it's and I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> yep. This is not my issue. This is a you issue, not a me mm -hmm. issue. Like, I don't know what he's like. Well, you need to take it off. I'm like, I'm not taking it off. Like, it'll, it'll come off eventually. You know what I mean? So, right. At any rate, I, I like to sell things for what they're actually worth, right? So, mm -hmm. um, I can take a piece of paint protection film and hand it to a customer, and they can pull it they can and touch your look at it, and they can take a pen and you know I'll hold it and I'll say, take, try to stick this pen through, you know, and. Mm -hmm. And they're like, wow, wow, this is crazy, you know, and I can go back and show them a Porsche side that's littered with rock chips. And as we pulled the film off, there was nothing. You wow. know, he spun his GT3 off the track. And you know yeah. how like all the rubble on this, you know, the all the wrap yeah, on just the side. Up. Oh, Ooh. dude, it just the whole entire side of the car. But we had done the whole car. So we just peeled the rocker, peeled the door, peeled the fender. And wow. it was like, no nothing. way. Yeah, I watched a video That's where a great some lady was literally like just taking a knife to a vehicle, you know, yeah. the, like some really high end vehicles and then showing how, you know, after, yeah, when it was done that there was nothing. No yeah, damage. I mean, it's just it's amazing. Like it just heals itself out. You know, I just yeah. got a thought um, that I want to share mm -hmm. to the guys that are learning how to do PPF. Um, you, you can't be too hard on yourself at first. You know what I mean? It's like. I'm in the process of learning something new and my instructor's always like, Hey man, like you got to relax. You got to like yeah. not be so hard on yourself. I have, you know, 1700 hours, you have 30, you know, we're talking like, about the uh, flight uh, yeah, the yeah. pilot. You just kind hey, of, I didn't want to get too off topic, but yeah, oh, no, um, no. but you know, a lot of the stuff with this film will heal itself out. Right. So if you lay a piece of film and it kind of looks like, cloudy or kind of weird you know you just let mm -hmm. it sit overnight and then you come back the next day and most of the time that stuff's all gassed out and you're like oh wow i can't tell you how many times i pulled film just oh, for no. like one piece of dirt or something you know or mm -hmm. like a bu one bubble and i had to go all the way but oh man you know this film nowadays is so reusable you can literally lay it lift it lay it lift it lay it lift it lay it lift wow. it the only thing you have to worry about is getting dirt under it mm -hmm. so if you keep it nice and soap soaking wet yeah it it doesn't give the dirt a chance to stick to anything so um yeah that piece that piece of film on that hood yesterday i was like oh my god i cannot waste this piece of film i cannot waste this piece of film but i ended up just you know i think i lifted it and laid it probably eight or nine times before i sure. finally got it so, you know, you're, you're learning this, you learn some in training, but experience, just like everything else, experience is where the value is at. Like, that's where you're really going to gain it. And you just got to start somewhere, you know. So you, you you pay for the training, you get the training, of course, you you know, but then you got to start, you got to go to work. Yeah, and you, you got to start trying things and really yeah. challenging yourself. Um, but, but like you said, take, you know, not be so hard to, that you're going to make an impossible job. You know, right. you, you got to give yourself some room and, you know, and you don't have to be the most expensive guy on the block to start out with, you, you know, you can bring in those customers. Like you said, like, Hey, we're training on this vehicle. We're trying to do half price. 
you know, it, it, it may not be a hundred percent. It's going to be acceptable, but you know what? Let me give you this. Let me give you a deal on this and let me learn. People will pay, you know, to, to, you know, to get a little bit something. like I, I mean, when I started years ago, like we did that, you know, you just, Hey, I didn't know how to do something. Listen, I, I'll cover the cost of materials and a little bit of labor. Like I'll, I'll try it, yeah. you know, and you either learn if you're going to do it or you learn if you're never going to do it again. Right. No kidding. You know? yeah. Now with PPF, what's the, what would you say is the average longevity of it? I mean, I know it's durable, but well, I mean, it, it, they claim that you know there's seven year warranty stuff, ten year warranty stuff, twelve year warranty stuff, and I mean, I let's see, I started using Legend in 2019, and I, I mean, all the cars that we've done are still going strong. Um, so it's it's similar to a ceramic or in a sense that it's going to have like the the quality of the product is going to determine kind of the lifespan of it. I mean, quality of the product and obviously you know how that how the owner takes care of it okay so main, main, maintenance and application still play a pretty big role in how it holds up right oh yeah i mean okay i would assume that's with everything that's why you know that's absolutely. why we all say hey we'll ceramic coat your car but we need to see it once a year so that absolutely. We, you know you're not going to come to me at the end of four and a half years and say oh my five-year coating's failing and i haven't seen you in yeah. four years like you know yeah. we need to make sure that you're maintaining this properly and it's on our website it's really easy to follow like Actually, you know, it's it's funny. Like we learn these things over time, and I and I'll never forget. Like we were sold, um, kind of a bill of goods early days ceramic. They were claiming, and and the reason this was was because they wanted you to they wanted to charge you high dollar for these coatings, so they needed you to charge the customer. So they were giving all these claims of you know these long years and just do the coat, you know, put the coating on there, let the customer go. You'll see them in five years, you know, and they set us up for failure big time. Like we, you know, and, and it got like, I mean, I had to fight through that years ago of, of, you know, these claims that we were claiming because mm -hmm. we were told to claim yes. this. And then all of a sudden people yeah. were coming at, you know, coming back at us. So we learned real quick, you know, maintenance programs that we instead of heavily incentivize, we heavily incentivize a, a monthly and a quarterly um, maintenance by, by offering a discount or a deal on this thing, if you'll get it maintained here, but oh, absolutely cool. annually. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I tell them that that's a, you know, that's part of my sales pitch is yeah. you know, we require you to bring it in 30 days, give or take of your anniversary, you know, mm -hmm. and, uh, we just do an exterior detail, wash it, decon it. If it yep. needs an updater, we'll, we'll put a booster on it, but Same it shouldn't way. need an updater. And if it does, you're doing something wrong, you know, that's right. We'll yeah, it'll bottom of it and figure it out. Now, are you setting that up as a reoccurring job in, in your software? Um, so no, not yet. Uh, basically, it'll it'll send them a, a reminder within yeah, yeah. like nice. their anniversary, and it's just like, hey, like um, you know, to keep your warranty active, mm -hmm. please contact Detailers Las Vegas to set up an exterior, you know, coating inspection. Awesome. Love it. Love yeah. It. So, so you, um, you meant. You mentioned the plane. Um, what other, uh, you know, vehicles, plane, what other kind of vehicles are you um, laying PPF on? I mean, are you so like side by sides are big. Um, yeah. You know, people want the rock protection on the side by sides and stuff. Um, motorcycles. I, I did a uh, yeah. full carbon BMW S1000RR. I did a full carbon uh, Kawasaki H2. Uh, wow. What's the most, um, I think, original or what would you say? The uh, one unique. The, the, yeah, unique. Yeah. Man, it's hard to say. I mean, I work on some pretty cool stuff nowadays. Like, sure. the, you know, the, the planes obviously are my most impressive, like just because I love to fly and the guy took me flying in the actual plane that I wrapped and it was just nice. insane, yeah. like insane. And uh, so, I, you know, I, I love the planes. Um, 
But let's see. Other than that, I guess the, that Ford GT was probably pretty interesting. I mean, I got nothing outside of a vehicle type, though. I mean, nothing like weird. Yeah, I mean, you know, with ceramic now, you can do your countertops, you can do your, you know, mirrors yeah. and stuff, and your shoes uh, or whatever. Yeah, you know, not really? No, nothing, nothing crazy just yet. But I mean, give me time, man. Trust right me. On. Right on. There's a company I saw, um, and actually I know this guy um, out of South Florida. I think he was around the Orlando area. And uh, he's doing. He they're coming out with a product for boats, and it's a it's a PPF uh, for boats. And I'm really I'm, I'm really in tune with what he's got coming, um, because if it, if it solves the problem like he thinks it is, because you know um, from water level down, you know ceramics are only going to last so long. The, the abrasion of especially in salt water, it just you yeah. know it doesn't it doesn't hold up. And so if they can solve a problem with, with PPF and it holds up and it doesn't peel and it'll, you know, it'll bond to the gel coat as it should. And right. um, it, it could be a game changer for, for us in the Marine industry. We're, we're in both, but you know, we're, we're known in the Marine industry heavily. Yeah. Uh, it would definitely solve some problems for us. And it comes, you can get like a tinted version of it. I mean, I know he was talking about the clear, but there would be, are there different versions of it? Cause I know you love polishing pontoons. I know that's nah. one of your favorite things to do, <laughs> no. but um, could there possibly be an application where we're now, you know, using that on pontoons and, and, and not having to, uh, to polish. Sure. sure. Sounds good to me, man. I mean, yeah. I don't really do a lot of boats. We did one last week and they're really rewarding, man. Like when they're oh, all done, especially the older good. ones, you know, when you get them all polished out from the oxid oxidization and stuff, they're yeah. just like, wow. That's a pretty they, nice looking boat now, you know, and they are, and you can kind of go hard on a boat. Joe coach thick, man. You can, yeah. you can grind on them a little bit and it allows you to, to really stretch it out and, and, and go. Um, well, I, I, you I, just I, don't want to jump from right from the boat to an RV. Right. Yeah, I, I watched the, uh, the bakers down in Florida, man. And they, they do pretty good too. Are, are you guys near them in Jackson? They're in Jacksonville. I think we're not near them, but I know who they are. Mm -hmm. Yeah. yeah sure. So they, they slay some boats, man. I love those yeah. guys. They do really good work. <laughs> So, you know, now that we've kind of sold everybody on PPF, I feel like it's a good service to offer. You mentioned uh, the guy that trains you. I mean, do you would you recommend him? I mean, is there any other recommendations on trainings for PPF detailers listening that's like, heck yeah, I'm in, I want to go? Yeah, sure. Um, well, we offer trainings here, obviously. Oh, um, sweet. And, you know, we're actually getting one together for February right now. Um, yeah. It's only going to be like two or three guys. Um, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to keep it really minimal as much hands-on as possible you know i've i've been to trainings where there was 45 actually i've hosted a training where there was 45 people and one you know uh, literally yeah. get their hands on it for five minutes doop, 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 doop. yeah can't do it am i doing this right <laughs> yeah. wipe it off and they're just they wipe it okay good no yeah. no 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 what are you doing <laughs> like, that's the thing like i don't want anyone to to leave thinking like, man, I didn't really get what I paid for. Like I didn't, right. you know, experience all that I should have. Um, but as far, but I tell you what, my trainers in PPF were Josh Tan, the King of Clear Bra. He, he owns a rap culture in uh, San Jose, like the Bay Area, somewhere in the Bay Area. Yeah. Uh, and then Mike Noring, obviously, I don't know if you guys know him, but he's an awesome trainer as far as PPF and marketing and, you know, business as a whole and like coming up with new tools and new strategies to, you know, um, sell different jobs. You know, obviously those new Corvette C8s with, if you're going to do, there's a huge difference in PPF. If you're going to do just the painted portion, or you're going to do the painted and all the piano black on the, on the bumper, the mm -hmm. piano black 13 pieces. Holy shit. That's so incredible. It's like, 
you know, and they're tiny. Some of them are small. Yeah. Some of them are just tiny little square. You spray a piece of alcohol, but it's, it's the lining everything up and having everything, you know, the right amount from the, the edge. Reveal. Yeah. yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, he's put together a, a package, you know, for that. He's like, if C8 Corvettes come in, this is what you want to offer, you know? And it's like, wow. I was offering, I was doing them for like 2,100 bucks, but really you needed, I mean, they, that's like a 28 or $2,900 sure. job, if not more, you know? <clears throat> so he's there coaching you on price and he's there helping yeah, you understand. He's, he's yeah. all, like I said, he's also a huge like PPF installer. Like he, he does uh so what it, his, his thing is called auto film mastery mm-hmm. uh, course. So he, and he's out of Houston, um, but there is, they are always uploading new videos on how to install new cars, new, you know, the harder hoods, the harder bumpers, that kind of stuff. Um, So Mike Noring, definitely. Um, Ron Harris is a great PPF uh, trainer. So, I mean, there's, there's a few. There's, there's quite a few out there. These guys that are, that are looking to get it, man. And and like you said, bringing them into your shop in your setting with your tools, you know, obviously I'm sure they're going to bring some of their own stuff, but it's, it's relative, right? You're not going somewhere getting trained on some other, you know, in a shop, in somebody else's shop. And if that's what you're down to, and that's what just what you got to do, that's what you do. But it's nice to be able to bring them in and, and work in your environment. Exactly. That way, you know, where everything is, you know, and, yeah. and, um, Josh gave me a, a list, you know, a laundry list of stuff Here's to have ready. Have. Yeah, man. Yeah. You know, and I, I think I spent like $400 just on tools. <laughs> I'm <laughs> yeah. sure. I'm sure. One, yeah. The, you know, one squeegee could be $35. Like, mm-hmm. you know what I mean? It's just like, if that's what he says I need, like, that's what but I'll you try. Take it serious, man. This is your business. And, you know, you're going getting into this new thing. Don't, don't half-ass that part. You take know, it serious, in. but. But again, don't get too frustrated. Don't be too hard on yourself. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not easy. I couldn't tin a window to save my freaking life. So <laughs> I just I don't. That's one thing that I don't offer. Like that's mm-hmm. pretty much the only thing that we don't offer. We'll do you know powder coating, wheel repair, paintless dent repair. Oh wow! You know, nice. Yeah. Stereo installation. We'll do all kinds of stuff, but window tinting is just not one. <laughs> not like, your thing. No. I want to reach out, uh, give you a call because we're we've been talking about putting together um, a, quarterly, oh, yeah. a quarterly newsletter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, we speak to so many detailers, so many different levels of of where they're at in their business and their skill set. And one thing that we, you know, a lot of these guys are hungry for for education and for trainings, but not necessarily they don't know where to go to get them. And so what we want to do is put together kind of a comprehensive list and have it you know so if you live on the west coast you know what i mean we got something closest, there. closest available trainer yeah. closest available mentor or something like that mm-hmm. right and, and we try to vet it out we don't want to just you know we're not we're not pushing product we're pushing real training and and i think that that's important um you know i, I go to a ton of trainings we speak at a lot of them but you know we want to make sure that it's not just a product push that it's an actual training where you physically where you can learn something and mm-hmm. take something away from yeah. And, and while saying that, you know, it's also, you want to go, you, if you're going to train at a place, you want to make sure that it's a place that is actively doing that service, right. right. That, is selling, that is selling that service well, you know, and mm-hmm. like, I'm sure you guys will agree. Facebook, Instagram, it's all easy to make your business. Oh, make it look like you're doing you can yeah. make it look great. But when it comes down to it, if you, you have to have that whole entire from customer, you know, acquisition all the way to closing Mm -hmm. in order to keep those PPF jobs coming in. And 
you know, it's apparent when you go to a shop and it's not like that. You know what I mean? It's, right. it's really clear. It's like, wait a minute. Why, why is there only one car here? For you know <laughs> yep. I mean? Like, but in my, in my place, in all fairness, I'm the only person that installs film. So sure. I'm teaching my people, but at the same time, like I can't, I can leave them to polish a car, you know, to ceramic coat a car, to detail a car, but you know, mm-hmm. it's just, that's my thing. I guess I do it, you know? So yeah, it's that, and that just like detailing, it's very difficult to replicate yourself and retain an employee unless you, you know, give them, take very good care of them. Absolutely. So look, before we jump off here, you brushed uh, on it just a little bit, the pilot's license. I can connect with you on that a little bit. I actually did all of my online courses and passed them and all and had some, yeah. still have some solos to do and stuff. But uh, how close are you to getting your license? Where are you at in the process? Um, I'm at 30 hours right now. So you have Sweet. to have a minimum of 40, which I don't, I don't think I'm going to get it at 40. I'm going to, you know, so um, in the process, there's, you know, all these different requirements that you have to do, as you know, um, mm-hmm. I got my solo out of the way, uh, couple, and, and all this has started in August. So just nice. so you know, like this, nice. is, you know, I, I am a highly motivated person when I get my mind set on something. I don't really care what it costs. I'll eat ramen noodles. Like if how, I long, how long will it take you to train for an Ironman? <laughs> I don't know, dude. I, I'm like now getting back into shape. It's like yeah. I don't even know. I, but you know what? It would be cool to do something like that someday. He just got his. He, first he says back. that because what you were saying, you know, you're highly motivated. You make a decision, you just go after it. Yeah. That's exactly what I did with the Iron Man. Like I just, you know, like put it on the wall, said we're gonna do it, and did it. Yep. And a couple months later, it's literally happened. Yeah. I mean, you, you have to like that. My mom always says this life is not a dress rehearsal. Like we don't right. get to come back and say, oh, wait, we wish we would have done it this way. At the end of the at the end of our life, we're going to regret what we didn't do, not what we did. do. Love right? it. So Love it, man. I, I just yeah, man, I'm sky's the limit. I mean, I'll be totally honest for everybody out there. I don't know how much longer I'm going to be doing this detailing thing for probably a good another two, three. Sure. Maybe sure. more. But, you know, eventually, like. My end game is this fly, man. I just got want to sights fly. out there, man. I love it, dude. I man. love it. Well, you know, we're we're here to support that. We're we're, we're down for the uh, jet ride whenever you want to yeah. come pick us up, man. We'll, we'll sure. cruise with you. Hopefully, it'll be a stump plane, man. I'll get, get you guys go. down and inverted. Yeah, <laughs> let's do it. Let's yeah. go, cool. man. Look, awesome talking to you, brother. Appreciate Thanks, you uh, taking Thanks time so out of your day to to come on and and, and talk cool. to us about this. I know there's a lot of detailers out there that had questions. Hopefully, we got them answered. Um, if not, you know, we, we got them a list of trainers and, and stuff that are available. Mm-hmm. Of course, you yourself, um, had, you know, you got some stuff coming up. So appreciate you coming on, man. It's been a blast talking. Thank you, guys. Appreciate Thanks, it. Guys. Yes, sir. Thank you. Man, that's cool. Ah, man, that's that's cool. Awesome. He, he made it sound so easy yet. But but yeah, you can tell it's like there's some there's a learning curve. Definitely a learning curve. I did not realize that you could basically pull it off and put it back on. Like, you know, as long as there's nothing in between it, you know, yeah. if you're not getting dust that it is. Yeah, because you think the t- typical sticker, like yes. you, it lose tack, yes, right? You right. know, you pull a sticker off. But I know this because Demi puts stickers on me all the time. Does she? Yeah, yeah. yeah, she's a sticker queen. She loves and stickers, it, huh? And I found out your love for stickers. I mean, <laughs> I like a good sticker, dude. I was uh, flipping through the IGL calendar and uh, the very last page, I was like, I got excited. You yeah. know, it's a whole bunch of different kinds of stickers. They, IGL really knocked it out of the park with this calendar they sent over to us. They sent me a bunch of stuff. It was really cool. But in this box was a calendar. And I have this huge calendar in my office. So I didn't really need a desk mm-hmm. calendar. So I dropped it off in Ryan's uh, office, you know, give him a little nice surprise. 
and he comes in this morning talking about how great the stickers were in the back of it. And I was like, well, yeah, I had a flashback yeah. of Demi, like, you know, fascinated by stickers. Well, and I just thought how cool that would be. We need to get some of those. You loved it. You know, yeah, it, loved it, it, man. It's good. It's good. I loved it too. I loved, I loved your love for it. You love like, I loved for you. Yeah. Well, I love the fact you love my love for it. I so appreciate awesome. you. Right? I appreciate it being appreciated, man. So that's great. All, All right. right. There's got to be something yeah, else we can do something here. Something we can do. And I know he's ready for it. But before we do that, hold oh. on one second. We're going to. Just a sec. Okay, ready? Uh, Ethan, uh, one time. All right, now. Branded a backflip. Sorry, I just I just saw him over there. Like, oh, he was ready. He was ready. All right, what we got? Oh, we got Chris We're doing sleeping on the job, watching play by play. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Yeah. Oh, oh, he's daydreaming, isn't he? <laughs> Oh, who we got coming up the steps? Oh, coming man. Up the steps. By the way, this is the back of our shop here. And this looks like one of our detailers checking on Chris. That looks about right. Okay. Okay. What's All going right, on? So man. Oh, taking his shoes his socks off. Socks off. Not his socks. What? Oh, man. What? Why are we still in socks? No. No, we're not. What is, what is okay, that? That's, is that a uh, cup? Is that a cup? A cup with a sock on it, dude. Ah, uh, no way. You Look put a sock over a cup. Get out of here. This is a true hat. So you take the cup yeah. because it's the same shape of the cup holder. Well, it actually, you know, forms to the cup. Oh, yeah. See, and now yeah, I got yeah. something. I got something yes. new to try with socks. <laughs> what if the shot? What if the socks? Think? Oh, he said it didn't work. Oh, he's not a fan. He's not. A, uh, <laughs> 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 it was a bad dream, Chris. It was, it was a, a bad dream. Holy these cow. Are, these are freaking <laughs> awesome, man. I love it. But look, look, he's still watching play by play. Or is he uh, editing it? Yeah, it looked like they, he had Mike on that time. So maybe that's the same same episode. Look, so all Dude, right. So cool. do, do we know? Is it confirmed? Can I get a thumbs up? Sock over down? cup sock to over clean cup? cup holders. And uh, okay, sock over cup to clean the cup holders. We can definitively say or no. I, I mean I don't think it's it's I don't think it worked, but I think that's here's a, what we do. All right. We gotta run it through the process. All right, go ahead, go ahead. We gotta run it through. If you're in the middle of the woods. All you have is your socks. Yes. Tube socks, preferably. Tube socks, a, a solo cup. Mm -hmm. Got to have a solo. A dirty cup holder. Okay. Your car. Yes. Interior spray? Into some interior spray, yeah. some kind of cleaner. Mm -hmm. Yeah. You could spray that spray into the cup holder, possibly put the tube sock over the cup, clean the cup holder. Mm, this hack is is possible it's it's uh it's very imaginative i want to know where that came from i do too i do too do, i love do we have it. an answer for that chris is that something you so everybody watching with? you can see we're struggling with hacks no i mean i, I <laughs> no. think there could be a better idea i just want to know who's the genius behind these no, ideas that was awesome that was awesome so yes i think it's um plausible we'll plausible. call this yeah we'll call this hack plausible you yeah can possibly clean it and it may come out of there okay guys got a next uh show next week we are going to be talking about goals. I That's mean, right. we're ending the year, right? We want to talk about things going into next year. So we talk about goal setting. We want to talk about what we're going to do. We're talking about what you should. Guys, y'all make sure to check us out everywhere you can find podcasts. We're on YouTube, Facebook, ecelbooky.com, uh, Spotify, Apple. 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 That's all. Podcast, but uh, everywhere you listen to your podcast, yeah, we're okay. there, man. Uh, you can get uh, Anchor. I think it's another one that okay. we're on. Um, uh, I'm running out of okay. steam here. See you guys next week. <laughs> Peace. Peace. Great show, man. Great show. You killed it. <laughs>